Hello and welcome to LiveWise Outlook Series for 2024. I'm James Marley. And I'm Ali Selby. And if you like stocks, you've come to the right place. In this video, we'll be asking 12 of Australia's top fund managers for their number one stock pick for 2024. My number one stock pick for 2024 is Nike. I like Nike for three main reasons. The first is Nike is just starting to be in an earnings upgrade cycle. It had a difficult two years with respect to COVID supply chain issues, inventory build in the US, which led to discounting and margin compression. But now that is all in the rearview mirror and Nike is starting to be in a nice earnings upgrade cycle. Number two, I like Nike's valuation. It's trading at 28 times PE versus a historical average of 33 times, and it has mid-teens earnings growth going forward, so the peg ratio is very attractive. Lastly, I like Nike because it's one of the best brands in the world. Some sportswear brands come and go, but Nike is definitely here to stay. So if you're thinking of buying a stock and buying Nike for 2024, just do it. I think there's some great opportunities emerging in that small cap healthcare space. So in that context, I think Australian Clinical Labs or OCL is my number one stock pick. So the third largest pathology player in the country. Really, the, the key to success in pathology is, is just pushing volume through your fixed laboratory network. So if you look at ACL top line growing at four to six percent, that, that's not high, high growth, but when you think about the fixed cost base they're operating across, those volumes coming through will, will provide good operating leverage going forward. Very good management team, uh, really impressed with the way they've built that business over the last few years and would have taken it to be the number three national player over time. And they've really got great prospects in terms of M&A and winning national contracts, which they haven't had before. So it really puts them in a, what I think is a pretty good competitive advantage to, compared to the likes of Sonic and Helios. And of course, they've been topical in the press lately because they have proposed a merger with Helias. The industrial logic of a merger between those two is, is indisputable. It, 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 would, it would be highly profitable for both sets of shareholders and really encouraging both sets of management teams to have that conversation. Uh, and if that was to happen, that would be a, a tremendous outcome for us as, as ACL shareholders. I'd love to have some undiscovered gem for you. <laughs> and we've just done a podcast where I talked about this stock. It, it is sort of like a consensus view, I think, but there's no prizes for originality in funds management. And I've just got to go with what our largest position is, which is ResMed. Uh, you know, 2023 was the year that everyone decided that obesity was cured by these weight loss drugs. And I think 2024 is the year that reality will hit, that they are not, are not a panacea for weight loss and that they aren't a panacea for sleep apnea, which is what ResMed treats. So that's one that I think will have a very big 2024. It'll have soul searching <laughs> as to how to answer that one. And I thought, look, I'd go down the controversial path. You know, a stock that's been in the headlines for all the wrong reasons and hasn't had, had a terrible run, uh, Helios is a pathology and imaging business, right? And traditionally, this is actually a very good industry, right? It's very consolidated in Australia. The government pays, you know, uh, 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 provides your revenues. But the company is just, you know, everything's gone wrong, right? They lost control over their costs during COVID. They did some terrible M&A. They've, they've got a cost blower. It got so bad, they do a capital raising. But that's all behind us. But there's an interesting question there of, for some reason, Ali, um, we, we don't have an as many GP visits in Australia as would, one would expect. So the question is, what's going on there? And it seems to be that the most likely reason is that it's because bulk billing rates have fallen. And why is that happening? Well, for six years or so, you know, the government rebates and Medicare for, for the GPs really was, was lagging costs enormously. But the federal government from the 1st of November has increased those by 30 to 50%. That probably means more GP visits again and that probably generates you know, pathology referrals. 
And it's really important for those businesses because most of their costs are fixed. So the marginal test makes is almost all profit. So volumes are really, really important. Now, it's a small company and it's a turnaround. So it's riskier than most. It's a small position for us, but it's high risk, high return. But uh, it's worth uh, uh, thinking about because fundamentally it is in a very good uh, industry overall. Again, going to hedge my bets here, but base metals have had a really, really tough year. So we think tin, nickel, copper, they look really interesting to us at the moment. We see improving demand, we see issues on the supply side. So we'd highlight Metals X in the tin space, London Metals in nickel and AIC Mines in copper as being really interesting ways to play that base metal recovery. Well, it's three names. Appreciate the generosity at this time of year. Good time for giving. If I have to push you for one, which one would it be? It's got to be Metals X, I think. That's the standout. The number one would be Star Group. So Star Casino, by mere fact that it's fallen so much and it's been a terrible investment for us this year. But, um, you know, we, we look at the asset backing of the company now and we can get around 80 cents in pure asset backing through the hotels and, and their property. It's trading currently at 47 cents. So when you go through a list of no-brainer companies, uh, Star at this point in time looks like an absolutely no-brainer. They do have Austrac to clear, the fine, and also the, the dealing with multiplex up in Queensland. But for us, I mean, that looks like an absolute standout. And if you value the operating business, you can get around $1.20 uh, per share. Um, so it looks like incredible value. 2024, you've got to get in the race for the best stock picks. What's your number one stock pick for the year ahead? We've gone with Light and Wonder. So in the gaming space, Light and Wonder is the aristocrat of the next decade. So the last 10 years, aristocrat shareholders have had an, a great experience. You know, and essentially, when you look at Light and Wonder, they've picked off maybe 70 or 80 of the best people out of aristocrat and put them into this business. So it's trading on a P, a price to earnings ratio of 15 times, growing at north of 20%. So trading at a large discount to the overall segment and market with superior growth characteristics. Some of their key games are experiencing well above you know, floor average market share. And when you look at the Australian market, aristocrat represent about 70% of the overall floor market share. Um, they're ripe for the picking in our, in our view. Some of the games that like Wonder have got Dragon Train, Monsters Frankenstein, we think can take share. Early signs in Australia for some of those games are good and they've got plenty of others in the bank that are going to launch over the next couple of years. Then they, we haven't talked about the North American market yet. So as they launch those games in Australia, they can push them into North American market and we think that can significantly drive earnings growth over the medium term. Finally, they've put out an earnings target of $1.4 billion of EBITDA for 2025. We'll think they'll beat that quite comfortably and on current earnings run rates, we think that they will be way ahead of consensus in terms of what they can deliver. I think MongoDB um, is a great company to own. Um, it can be volatile, but we think that the secular growth drivers underpinning that name uh, will mean that it will be able to sort of manage through that volatility. Essentially, it provides database management for companies. And in a world where we're increasingly trying to draw upon that data, where you've got different data types, MongoDB is well-placed to benefit from that over time. I think the number one pick for 2024 is Nike, um, because I think there's been a lot of transitory headwinds there, um, margin pressure from freight, uh, they've been discounting inventory, China's been shut down, that's coming back online. Uh, the valuation's very, very supportive, it's probably one of our best value names at the moment, um, and we can see clear catalysts, so that's probably our number one pick for 2024. Given copper's the backbone of all this transitional activity, um, and even though it has you know, probably held up a bit better than expected over this year, We'd still say copper's the thing that investors should get exposure to. And as I say, the 
Ivanhoe Copper's grade is around five or six percent, and most copper companies is half to one percent. So they've got an exceptional advantage uh, in that respect. They'll expand over the next few years to become the second biggest or the biggest copper company in the world. And that's all come from almost nothing 10 years ago. So it's a fantastic new venture. It's working really well. If you look at the pictures and, and see it, it looks just like other good mining jurisdictions like Western Australia in the world. Um, so they've, they've done a fantastic job bringing it on and they also have additional optionality in projects in zinc and platinum. So there's a lot of things there and the, the founder is a deal doer. So we, you know, this has got a good setup to both grow, have the commodity work, have corporate action, have new projects. So there's lots of things layered into that, which we quite like in a stock. So I'm gonna give you a very different one here again. I'm gonna go Sendas Distributora. That's a Brazilian cash and carry business. So this is a stock that cash and carry is the most popular you know, grocery format in Brazil. The reason the stock is cheap is that they've had their series of troubles. The first one was really, they've had food deflation. You know, that doesn't help any grocer around the world. And they've also had, you know, interest rates go from two to almost 14%, which obviously really hit the consumer hard. They also bought these supermarkets, you know, just before those interest rates started climbing and took their debt level up. Now though, we're in this situation where that debt level has peaked. It's passed, you know, three times net debt to EBITDA. And when you look at these stores that they, they bought, they've actually, they've closed them, they've refurbed them and they've converted them and they're opening up at three times the level of sales than when they bought them. And they're also now generating, you know, significant amounts of free cash for this business. So you've got a company that's passed those troubles and you're going to be growing your operating profits at 20% per annum over the next three years and the stock's trading on a multiple of 14 times. So that's my pick for you today. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the financial stock. So earlier we talked about markets can be up and I said the small caps can be up even more. What, what's a company leveraged to a rising market? Almost like a second derivative. And I think one that could really do that is the Bell Financial Group, BFG, big friendly giant. I think it can grow into a bigger company this year. So what everyone knows it for, the stockbroking and, and the corporate advice and the capital raisings, that's the leverage play that's been dead the last two years. That can really spike earnings. Underneath that is a couple of quite nice businesses that don't get the recognition. So the online platform, Bell's Online, it's been growing nicely, steady earnings. They've also got a bunch of services, the main one being margin lending. Another part of the business that's been growing quite nicely because not much competition in that area. Some good underlying businesses, but you're going to get the real kick, the real leverage in the earnings when the market takes off. And I think that's one you can play 50 or 60% this year if it works. Might put you in the top spot. Well. You never know. <laughs>